Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. What up, what up? <laughs> what the fuck's going on? It's the Monday morning recap. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, Dan, go ahead and Venmo me for that secondhand high you're getting right now. This is some straight chronic. I'm going to need you to hit my Venmo. Absolutely just blowing clouds. Okay. Plus, I, I also need some money to pay for that turquoise I'm going to have to be wearing. Oh. That is true. Yeah. Damn it. Fuck. Yeah. You're not eating any most Not pizza? eating shitty-ass pizza. God damn it. Thank you, Justin Gaethje. Uh, we need to find Papa G a nice Dreamcatcher necklace with some fucking turquoise oh, in it's, it. It's already been ordered. I ordered off Amazon this morning. It will be here Wednesday. But I will be donning my turquoise. Like, all the bets that Giorgio loses, he'll somehow figure out a way to make it look good. So I'm sure oh, it's, it's this a, will just be his, like, look now. It's yeah. a woman's necklace. Okay. Don't, don't get confused. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You'll, still, you'll still pull it off. Yeah. You picked a lady's hair color, and that look how that worked out. Terrible. Have you seen my girlfriend? Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I love her. Uh, but what a, what a weekend in sports, guys. What, what a fucking a weekend in sports. Weekend. Big weekend. Big weekend. How, was, how were the fights? Fights were good. Saw, Huge. They were enormous. <laughs> I saw a guy uh, get a knee to the face on Twitter. Yeah, that yeah. was in the, the prelims. Yeah. The early prelims might have been just as good as the main card. Um, did you see big boy Chris Barnett hit a roundhouse kick, at f- get the finish, and then do a front flip? I did not see big, that Big one. boy. So this is big, a 265-pound big man. Okay. Probably all of 5'8". Do a spinning hook kick That's with his heel. That's a ball. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You, you have the yes. perfect image in your head. you ever seen an exercise ball throw just like a Chuck Norris kick? I'm finding it here. Oh, God. All right, here we go. Yeah, wait, wait for it, Rob. Wow! How? Touch his reaction. How? Well, do you want to know his justification for how he can do it? How? He said he pretends that he's 170 pounds. Well, yeah, okay. In his head, he's 170 pounds. Yeah. yeah his sure. dad is his Taekwondo teacher as well, which is just really sweet. Yeah. So he was the biggest winner of the night, I think. I guess personally. Confidence over everything. Of course. That's right? how I've gotten this far, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, we're speaking of confidence. The next fight on the early prelims, we're talking confidence. We're talking Ireland's... Number one, they're coming back to take over, Daniel. Sure. <laughs> no. Ian Gary, baby. Ian Gary. Ian Gary. Already talking about, like, oh, it's going to be me and Shemayev in fears. Okay, dude. Let's pump the brakes. The welterweight Conor McGregor. Like, what, like, first of all, Jordan Williams, tough SOB. Like, you, your heart really hurts for him. Came up through Dana White's Contender Series for, like, three seasons. <laughs> Still couldn't get a UFC contract. Gets a UFC contract. I think he's, like, lost three straight. Why do I just inherently hate Irish fighters? Why do I hate myself? Uh, well, you know, the old trope is like this self-loathing Jew, but really it's, it's Irish people are easily as self-loathing. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. What's horrible is Jordan Williams was on him for the first like round, round and a half of this fight. And for the whole first round, he was there, and some of the second as well. And then Ian Gary just levels him. Just, yeah. just drops him. Um, fight of the night, obviously, though, was between the two of us. We had our bet with Gaethje and Chandler. Oh, do you want to go it, ahead and get there? Was it tight? Was it close? Were you? Like, no, it was it, a. It was like a war. It was awesome. So you thought you might have had to be eating an Emo's pizza? No, 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 he was not. Because as soon as like halfway through the first round, you know exactly what kind of fight that fight was going to be, and it was Justin Gaethje's fight. Like, yeah, no, if he if fought that, Gaethje's fight, like if Chandler okay. made it dirty and just kind of like if Chandler wrestled, yeah, he had a shot. He did he not wrestle at all. It out, he would have won. But he was like, "Nah, I'm going to go for the entertainment fight," which. I respect. I like that from Chandler. Damn it. Chandler, he's 1-2 in the UFC, 
but somehow his stock is still on the rise. Yeah. Because, like, A, he should have beat Oliveira. Um, but, you know, he got caught in the second round, even though he dominated the first round. And this second fight was an absolute war with Gaethje. So, like, he's already calling out Connor for 2022 when they're both healed and ready to go. And he'll smoke Connor. Oh, yeah. Everyone's going to yeah. smoke Connor at this point. Yeah. Right? Like, who's left for Connor to beat that isn't like a. Nick Diaz. Yeah, yeah. You got you to gotta run back. No, no. Nate. Nate, 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 Nate. Sorry. Not sorry. Nick. Nick's probably. Sorry. Nick's only, done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you run back the trilogy with, uh, with Nate. Okay. But Nate wants to smoke with everybody. He's already trying to. Nate's trying to talk himself into a title shot. I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, like, he's not even ranked, is he? He can't be. I can't imagine he is. No, but let's get back to this card, bro. Like, this card is so, so good. And, like, we're already hopping. Like, we skipped the prelims, but, like, staying on this Chandler Gagey, like, Gagey did exactly what I said he needed to do to come out and win this fight, which was the leg kick Chandler, because Chandler is weak against the leg kicks. And by the end, like, going to that third round, you hear Chandler's corner go, you have to go southpaw. You have to fight southpaw, because his... His left leg was just mangled. Like, he was just a, a lump. Like, he, I think he almost had drop foot at, at one point in time. They both ended up in the hospital, by the way. Nice. And then they, they became buds after. Weird that would happen they, uh, they in were, a fight. Yeah, I know. They were in the hospital beds together, just kind of, like, broing out oh. after, after the fight. That's sweet. It was such a good fight. Okay, but I don't want that. That's already that. happening, in, happening enough in sports where everyone's fucking friends now. Yeah, I want my fucking fighters to be... Yeah. Enemies. Can man. the fighters at least hate each other? <laughs> well, speaking of which, like Francis, Francis and Gano snubbed Cyril Gan on the walk-in. Did you see that? Did I not. gave him the look and then just walked right past him. Whole camp. But this fight was so good that the fight after it was also a banger. But the crowd was so depleted from the amount of energy they put into cheering for the first fight. So the crowd got gassed. The, the crowd was gassed by the first fight. <laughs> Justin Gagey won the fight in the second round where right. he hit Chandler with a hard uppercut. Chandler just he smelt the blood and was going for it in the first and like he had him rocked and in danger a couple times he just couldn't put Gagey away because Gagey is a freaking zombie and yeah he, he just he, he depleted the tank halfway through the first round you already saw he was gassed he came out in the second Gagey hit him with the hard uppercut you thought he was out like I thought I was going to come in here today and Dan was going to be like Justin Gagey knocked him out in the second just like I told you he would sip his coffee just like that Exactly. How he, how he Didn't did happen because Chandler got in on that single. And I don't know why. I guess Gagey also like, just wanted to take the break there. He just let Chandler hang in on the single, let him get his head underneath. So he couldn't really take damage. Gagey on top couldn't, couldn't do anything besides hit him in the ribs. And, you know, they wait out that second. And then they go into round three. And Chandler's hopping. They're, they both look like they're fresh in round three. Isn't that, don't they stop it for a, uh, an eye poke, too? Which at first I didn't think was an eye poke. I thought it was just off the punch, but I guess Chandler kind of kind of catches him, uh, almost like with a stop Either and way, slap. It was three rounds of everything you want in a fight. Uh, then second fight, uh, Burgos, Billy Q, another banger, another great fight. Uh, I think Burgos won it pretty decisively. I, you, you I think I think Billy Q won that round. And one in round three. I think he was working the jab more. You're just listening to the Cormier and Joe Rogan propaganda. I'm so sorry that, you know, the, the three intellectuals over here, you know, saw the fight the same way. And then... Uh, oh, uh, the same Joe Rogan that says there's no challenger for uh, at straw weight for <laughs> Thug Rose. Well, Carlos, Carlos Sparza is definitely going to be that. Well, um, I don't think so because... There's no way Dana's going to give Carla Esparza a title. And how are you? How are we jumping over this Phil Haw, uh, Chris Curtis fight? Chris Curtis moves up a weight class. We both like the one fight we agreed on going into this card was the Phil Hawes fight because we thought he was just. I got dominate. like every fight right except the Phil Hawes fight, and Phil Hawes was winning the entire fight and gets caught. 
He doesn't get caught. He just he gets dropped with a liver shot. Yeah, that's caught. <laughs> is it caught if it's the liver? Oh, it's a liver KO? It's a liver the one, KO. The one where they're just like, Aah! Yeah, he went to the body, then he, he was like yeah. a check hook after that, but it was really the liver shot that put him down, and I was just like, okay, Chris Curtis. Like, moving up, like, it's... Moving up from 70 to 85 is a big deal. I want a fighter whose specialty is liver KOs. Yeah. Like, where everyone's just so afraid. His name is Canelo Alvarez. Okay. And And uh, he he also knocked someone out. He also knocked out Plant this weekend. With the liver shot? In the 11th. Um, Just exhaustion, I feel. Plant was just done. Um, He was running away in the 11th. Like, towards the end of the knockout, he's, like, running away, and Canelo just kind of does, like, this little jog over him and just drops him. It's just he Canelo puts a pace on you. He weaponizes cardio like no other fighter on the earth right now. And just give it up for Canelo Alvarez just for a second. Like just the pride of Mexico. Uh, Dude, give it up to Floyd Mayweather for deciding to fight Canelo so early. Like, yes, if he fought Canelo anywhere near his prime, yeah, like Floyd loses easy. But really, he yeah. chooses yeah. to fight Canelo when he's super young, super raw. Mm-hmm. So he can just get that dub. And get say, that I, dub. It's on your record, and then you never have to deal with it again. That's intelligent. That is smart. Yeah. Shouts to Floyd for that. So when's when's a Paul brother going to fight Canelo? Never. <laughs> when Canelo's <Never>. 70? <laughs> no, because then they're both 70. Yeah, I know. They yeah. just got to age Canelo. Oh. I don't know how they do yeah, that. I don't know how they do that either. Either way. Oh, you, you were Paul right. brother's grandsons will fight Canelo. How many knockouts? How many, we had mostly stoppages in this, in this card. Um, uh, well, the two title fights went the distance. That's true. But um, up until that. Bobby Rogue. Green knocking out Ally Quinta. I was totally wrong on that. I thought Al was going to come back and do something. And then he just, nah, he's done. Your boy had like quite the weekend with picks, but uh, when, my losses were big L's because... I did not diversify my portfolio. Yeah, yeah. You, you, we, we kind of split because like you, you lost the Shabazian fight. No, you no lost I, the Alex I didn't, Pereira I didn't fight Shabazian. Some... Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. You, yeah. go, you can run the tape back. I literally picked not Shabazian. Hmm. Yeah, I literally got every pick right except Phil Haas. And uh, Wei Lee, which we can get to. In a minute. In a minute. Yeah. Because she won. Frankie Yeager was winning that fight until he got kicked in the face, by the way. Well, Cheeto Vera knocked him clean out. So like... There's nobody that's been brutally knocked out the last like, I gotta, few I gotta fights stop. like Frank I gotta stop liking 40-year-old men. It's just not okay. <laughs> I just can't do it anymore. It's just not acceptable. And also, I had some problems with the UFC, especially during that 2012 to 2015 era, you know, even 16 to a little bit, like, the fact that Frank Yeager was a, a lightweight champion, 155 pounds, is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I don't know what you think about that, Daniel. But uh, Dan's is checking his phone. That's okay. I'm just uh, I think I think right I think where we at in mixed martial arts right now, as far as the competition, every division is finally where it should be. Like there is ten guys in each division here who are masters of the sport. Where back then, I don't think you really had that, and you you didn't see so much like guys moving all these different crazy weight classes, like. I, do you think we'll see another champ champ? Like, obviously, I'm predicting, you know, do you think Zat Daddy, yeah. Uh, we'll I'm, see, maybe. I think Zat Daddy clears out 170. But I, I've said this, so um, with Usman beating Colby, that was the main event, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, great, Another great fight. Usually, you never see the rematch be, like, kind of, like, live up to the first fight. Yeah, so we think a- Usman's going to drop him in the second. You know, we, we, he, we have him hurt there. Yeah, and uh, a lot of pe- I saw a lot of people arguing that Colby won the last three rounds. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, what were the some, some of the judges had it three two. The first two judges had it three two, and one judge had a uh, four one. 
But kind of back to my earlier point where Floyd fought Canelo super early. Mm-hmm. I think Usman, if he is going to fight Chimaev, you fight him now or you retire. Yeah. Like, if you try to fight Chimaev in two or three years, you're done. You're done. You're done. But, yeah. So either fight him next or just retire, which he, he might because he's talked about it. He's like, I, I don't know. I don't know how many more fights I got in me. He's already talking like Connor, though. All right, did you see the post fight, the suit he was wearing? No. Uh, huge diamond chain, uh, diamond encrusted, I think, lapels of his suit. Uh, looked very good. Are you talking about Usman? Yeah, Usman. Okay. And he, he gets asked about the Canelo fight, about boxing Canelo. Um, you know, everyone's like, and Dana White's asked about it. So Dana White does his conference first, and then the fighters come in and do their, their press conference. Which there is vi- there's video evidence of uh, Dana watching the Canelo fight while UFC's going on. So <laughs> he's got the screen with Hold the Canelo on. fight, and he's you watching the you gotta keep, uh, cage fights. You got to keep background. your eye on everything, you know? Yeah. You got yeah. to see what the fuck's going on. I think the camera's being a little wonky. A little wonky. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, is it on Trejo again? No, no. Trejo, Trejo's not in frame. Is He's it on not. Jared? Is it on Lord Hot Dog behind? It might be. It's more... I think we just got to move together closer. We yeah. just got to be closer, Giorgio. That's what it is. I fixed it. I agree with that. Blow mm-hmm. more clouds on him. It's too foggy. That's what it is. Yeah. It's or not foggy enough. Not, I think it's not foggy. The, this, exactly. That camera is so used to... So Dana, White, Dana White's asked about Usman fighting Canelo and boxing him. And I'm trying to make these subtle comparisons and dropping these breadcrumbs. Is he taking a page out of Conor McGregor's book? Conor McGregor stepped away at his height. They thought there was no one else to beat him. He was champ, champ. And then he went to box Floyd Mayweather. For money. Yes. Yeah. For hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. Does Marty Money, the Nigerian nightmare, Usman, go box Canelo Alvarez for $100 million? Uh, rather the, before than, fight rather than fight like Leon Edwards? No, no I, think, I think maybe he does the Leon. They start promoting the, the Canelo fight more and more. We he, agree Leon's going to beat Masvidal, right? Yeah, easily, yeah. easily. And then I think he doesn't take much damage and then demands a title shot very quickly, and they maybe squeeze that fight in. That way they have an entire year to promote the Canelo fight. I'm kind of hoping, though, that Masvidal can pull it off just so Luke can get a fucking title shot and said, I don't want to see Luke. No, Luke's going to get served up to Zat Daddy, and then Zat Daddy is going to smash him just like he did everyone else, and the people are going to be like, oh. You think Luke is getting served up? I don't think so. Luke... Dude, Zad, Zad Daddy's that good. He's not. Dude, though. I'm talking about he's going to clear he's out the division. No, he's fantastic. He is going, like, Usman you, is going to go fight the, Canelo he before he can fight Luke, Zad Daddy. Luke is legit. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He doesn't want that. Zad Daddy is another level. Not yet. We're talking. I think no, he's getting there. I no, think no, he no. will be. He's on his way. <laughs> Again, I told you, this is like Canelo, super young Canelo. Mm-mm. You get him now. You might get a dub. You're not under- you get him in three but years. You're not you're understanding what I'm saying. So I'm coming back to the Frank, uh, the Frankie Yeager comment earlier, where these like good college wrestlers could come in, or even like like middle tier NCAA All American college wrestlers can come in and dominate. But we haven't seen super top tier wrestlers besides DC, besides Triple C. Like we haven't seen Olympic champions come in okay. into the UFC. Why these, not? What else do they have to do? Uh, they're off the, like they making a to, lot of money in wrestling. They're coaching wrestling. Like you, you saw Kale Sanderson, you know, co- went and coached Penn State. You see a lot of... Uh, are you making more money coaching Penn State than you are being a good fighter yes, in the UFC? Yes, yes, yes. And then like endorsement money. Kale Sanderson's making more money than, than depends, anyone right now. I mean, but like... Um, but you're, well, that's, that's what I'm coach, saying. It's a non-revenue sport you're coaching. Like, so yeah. are you even getting six figs? No. I, it's not. It's money's not coming just from Penn State. Okay. It's coming from like okay. Asics. It's coming it's from huge deals. Yeah. Right. yeah, it's dropping a wrestling band. He's probably making. He, he's probably making <laughs> eight figures. Okay. So you know, Wait, um, eight. Yeah. Like he's probably 10 making ten million dollars. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> it, coaching. <laughs> 
college wrestling? Not a chance. There's no way. Not a fucking prayer. There's no fucking way that's possible. <laughs> what? Uh, I strongly disagree with you. Probably yeah. six. Yeah. 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 It's no. a huge difference. <laughs> $10 million or 100K. <laughs> Yeah, I believe 100K. So do I. No, his, his college salary is 175000 Okay, all right. That's still... No, but like the ASICs endorsements, USA Wrestling, I mean... He's... So on top of that, you're probably looking at three to five. Yeah, that's what I was... Yeah. Okay. The yeah. real question, though, is... 100000 though. Like, he's not, he's not hitting seven figs. No, I think no, but, much, but, but that's what I'm saying. There's like, a much really easier route for Chimaev at 185, I think, than 170. You're seeing the best quality, world-caliber wrestlers from Dagestan come over in the UFC now. These are world caliber Sambo guys that are coming over where we didn't have that before. Like the competition is really getting thick. Every yeah, time, it's, it's going to be just all Dagestan champions. Every so. time I hear Dagestan, I just think Dothraki. That's just basically like wild men from the steppe coming over <laughs> to murder. That's what they do. They smish. Yeah. They, they come over, they take you down, and they smish your head in. And it's just another level of grappling where. I think he's going to clear out 170. The only thing's going to be a fight against a champ, champ fight against Izzy. If Izzy can take care of Pereira, you think which he's I think clear he can. out 170. Or I think he should honestly go to one, 185 and just fight he will there. after he's done at 170. Okay, but I'd rather like it's probably an easier like path to the title shot 185 because like it's just not as deep. Mm, I think he's. I, I think 170 is the spot for him because like I mean, right now, who like, the conversation's already been after had the there. Whitaker fight. Who's the number number one contender right now for 185? Like Brunson, yeah, or Jared Cannonier. It's a rematch against Brunson, Cannonier, or your eye hall. Your eye hall. He would smoke both them, um, or all of them. They would smoke anyone in 185. But I mean, those those are all things that have to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Chris Weidman and your eye hall dapped it up uh, at UFC 268. Okay. Uh, pretty nice to see Chris Weidman back uh, moving around and on his feet after that terrible, terrible leg break. Yeah. Um, Nothing like breaking your leg over another man. No, no. But if you're gonna break it on something, Usman's Usman's is gonna go fight Canelo. Izzy's gonna take Alexander Pereira. Which, getting back to the end of the prelims, uh, this was the biggest hyped up guy to not have. He's three and one, and he's headlining the prelim card of a UFC pay per view. So Colby uh, will probably fight Masvidal next. No matter what, if Masvidal wins or loses, he's going to fight Colby probably. Mm-hmm. Just because like that's the big money fight. Yeah, you're tying up a lot of these. It's we're, it's layers. This is an onion, and we're at the cusp of a new layer in MMA. Like because the, the competition is just bottlenecking so much more right now because you're getting this interjection of super talented people. Right. And so you're saying these old names fall off and fight each other to kind of make place for who's going to really take over division. Because it's not like Islam hasn't been that good for a while. It's not like these other people haven't been that good. Gaethje's going to get the title shot. Mm-hmm. He's going to get winner of pro- probably Dustin. I'd imagine so uh, what do you think about the Dustin Poirier-Justin Gaethje rematch? Ooh, that's salivatory. It's fantastic. We just need to take care of Charlie Olives, get him out of here. And then, uh, yeah, Islam will probably fight Benil. Yep. Work him. You think it'll work, Benil? I think it'll submit him pretty quickly. Okay. Yep. Okay. Well, you want to talk about Thug Rose for a second? Against Whaley Zhang. Everyone thought Whaley was going to come back. She kind of did. Yeah, she'd been practicing with uh, Henry Cejudo. Mm-hmm. She moved her camp to Arizona. Arizona. Yep. From China. Yep. I uh, think things worked out. I thought she won the fight, but whatever. Very close. Uh, I do think the UFC is maybe a little skewed Rose. Yeah. Little rose-colored glasses, if you will. Little rose-colored glasses. 
if Dan was here, he'd pull his gun out and set it on the table right he now. He'd probably yeah. just pistol whip you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For so sure. you learn a lesson. There is, it's just no bigger, like, fucking blue balls failed edging than a fight going to decision, I feel like. No. Chandler, Chandler Gage went to decision. Was that was three amazing. rounds of just fucking. Carnage. I guess that's fine, but a lot of times. But though. still, though, like, if you know, if it's really tight, I guess. And then it goes to decision, and it's like it could be anybody, and it's literally a subjective choice at that point. Yeah. It's just like, ugh. Let him fight again. Yeah. If it's that close, just yeah. do like a bonus round. Yeah. Brennan Schaub said, let him fight every Friday night and take his money. <laughs> I mean, same. Dude, honestly, if they want to run back Gaethje uh, Chandler like every other month, I'll be fine with that. I mean, we, I might, care we, might, see that, we might see that again. I, I really I hope Chandler gets that red panty night. Like against, I hope he, against Connor. Yeah. He smeesh Connor. Yep. Because he would, he would definitely destroy Connor. Connor's, yeah. Yeah, whatever. At this point, he's just, is he still the cash cow? Like, do people care? Yeah. Connor is. Yeah. Well, like, you just tune in because his name. I feel like yes. he's lost so much, 100%. though, that, like, that kind of allure is gone. You know what Connor's going to do one day? <sighs> it's going to be horrible. I can see it now. Um, we talked about this, I think, on the last Monday morning recap. Um, the men and women tennis crossover. Right, mm-hmm. where the woman who was a current professional tennis player fought like a fifty-five-year-old or played like a fifty-five-year-old man and beat him. Yeah, uh, I can see Conor McGregor doing that one day, being like sixty and fighting like an inner prime <laughs> UFC woman. Like we haven't even the woman hasn't even been born yet. Maybe, yeah. like really, <laughs> he's gonna fight a toddler now. Yeah. yeah, and he gets fucking smoked. It's a battle of the sexes, except this time it's a fight. <laughs> this time. I mean, there's a kid that it means something. Countdown to that happening, right? Like that's that's on the table in our lifetimes. In nah. thirty years, yeah, yeah. I, could I think fifteen, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, Connor versus Kayla Harrison. <laughs> I'm just done with this now. <laughs> just no. Yeah, I'll take Kayla. No, I mean, I'm willing to go out in some like far off distant universes with some of this conversation, but I, this is where I that's happening. Me. There's precedent for it. These people are shameless. He, uh, Connor is a whore. Uh, Connor likes attention. What well, it's 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 gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I think there's already been like uh, intergender MMA fights in Poland. Nice. Yeah. So uh, I'm just telling you that's pretty lame. That's yeah, I just don't think he does. He just doesn't do it for me anymore. You know, like I, I don't even care to see Connor get his ass kicked. No, it's boring. Yeah. Nothing matters. Nothing matters with him anymore at all. Nah. And I think that's why his antics have gotten bigger and bigger because he's just like child screaming for attention, where yeah. the attention used to come so just easily. Go fucking fight Jake Paul and get it over with. That's the last possible way I'll care. That's the hoorah. Like the yeah, last, that is the last. The, yeah. yeah, big ticket. Yeah, and then just go retire to a pub in Ireland, fighting old men. Yeah, and he lives his best life, and eventually gets popped by the Irish mafia. He has his distillery, Proper 12. No, he sold, he sold that, 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 but he, I mean, he already made his, made his nuts. So. Yeah, now he has to be an ambassador for like three years or something. But yeah, <laughs> he, he already sold that for $300 million. Um, But, you know, that was a good MMA card. Um, obviously, the Canelo fight was, was sick. Uh, but yeah, we had some, some pretty, we had some fireworks in college football as well. We did. Uh, eight of the top 25 teams went the fuck down. And I think the biggest news of all... Uh, was that Missouri held a lead on Georgia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's not bury the lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not. Missouri was Number one early... team in the country down to Mizzou. Yeah. For what, like two minutes? Yeah. Yeah. We looked okay for a second. We, were, we had them fourth and six. We were up three nothing. And then they threw a 50-yard touchdown pass on that fourth and six. 
It'd be like that. It really be like it that. It really sometimes. do be like that guys, all the time. You did eventually cover the forty. Then I believe that kickoff was like forty or forty-one point spread. We covered the opening thirty-nine point spread. Okay, mm-hmm. by what half point or one point? Two points. Two points. Told you we would. Yeah, I, I told. I mean, I was kind of dead on with my prediction though. I said it was going to be like forty-five to six. Yeah, and I didn't think you guys were going to cut, but like it was thirty nine, so maybe I said forty six to six, whatever. You, I think you said forty five to nothing. Yeah, which yeah. is which was Very it's also damn close. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you guys covered. It was too many points. Too um, many points. Too many points for Mizzou. Very. Can you call them competent? No, I can't. You know what's fucked up is Florida is so bad and South Carolina is so bad that we could still make a bowl game. It's so good. Yeah, that Florida is so bad. Florida is so. What, who's our bad. athletic director? Can I keep forgetting? Uh, it's this chick from UNLV, I forget. Can we petition to get her out of there? She's been there for like a week. You have a female AD? We do now, as of like, literally like like a month or two ago. Is that like a, is that a first? No. no. Okay. That's cool. That's progressive of you guys. Mm-hmm. Apparently she's an incredible fundraiser. Yeah. Just gets that That's money. all you need. And yeah. honestly, yeah, you can fix everything with money. Yeah. yeah. So honestly, seriously, if, 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 she, if she is hyper-talented at getting funding, I don't give a fuck. And also... Women are great at that. Go look at who pharmaceutical reps are. They're all females. Yeah. That's Women why. are great at selling. Yeah. If you want to see Your name down, could be on this building. Yeah. If you, I, and then also, downfall of this country is because of big pharma. It's because of women. Mm-hmm. It's not men. It's women, women that don't, sell these drugs. Women don't get enough credit for bringing this country down. So women started the opioid crisis in more ways yes. than one? In a lot of ways, women are responsible for just mountains of dead bodies right because they they wouldn't have sex with the men that turned them into incels which drove them to the opioid addiction no yeah. but and then they sold those pills to those doctors and eventually it's just yeah. this vicious cycle right yeah right it's rough but yeah florida let's start there even though it's an outside the top 25 situation just because i'd like to dance on dan mullen yes oh my god florida got fucking worked by south carolina Who? by a team that can't really score no they suck also, South Carolina is five and four, so they now have a better record than Florida. That's awesome. It's it's brutal. <laughs> That's, That's brutal. Forty Florida. to seventeen. It was thirty to ten at the half. Then they went up forty to ten before Florida, I guess, got a garbage time touchdown. And Dan Mullen's kind of that he's getting hot. They, doesn't so doesn't like to recruit. Florida, now he's not winning games. Florida fired Todd Grantham. Yeah, and uh, I think another coach. I forget who though. But they fired two coaches, uh, including Todd Grantham. Um, man, it's a fucking train wreck. And like, what a what a year for this to happen too. As Georgia is turning into like fucking Thanos, like just looks unstoppable, and just keeps getting top class after top class after top class. Yeah, and Dan Mullen's like recruiting's not that important. I recruit. I, I recruit in the off season. You give me a three star. I'll turn him into yeah. D- Dak Prescott. It's the system, guys. Right. The Sounds sum like of the parts are more than the the whole. We can say that about our schools. You're not allowed to say that at Florida. Yeah, you need to be <laughs> a top ten school in recruiting when you're at Florida every, every fucking year. time. Every but time. If you ever bring a recruit there. They sweat through themselves immediately and realize that Gainesville is miserable. Uh, Gainesville, yeah. Uh, but the thing about Gainesville... It's Gain- a decent time. It's, it's, an, it's an okay time, but I mean, like, they do have... Um, look, I mean, you're going to have fun there, so... True. Go to, right? go to balls. Yeah. Balls, 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 bal
Here's a list of schools who have more five-star recruits for the next year than, than Florida. Uh, we did their, they're still pretty bad on the rankings. Uh, Michigan, that's fine. Kentucky has more five-star recruits. <laughs> what? Uh, Missouri has more five-star recruits. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, North Carolina has more five-star recruits. Uh, Mac Brown, I, I can understand that. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and then the rest are kind of whatever. Let's see if there's anything below that has a five-star. Probably not. But yeah, they, uh, Florida's still sitting 22nd uh, in the rankings overall for recruiting for 2022. Georgia's first. Alabama, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. like half the SEC's in front. That's what happens when you're in SEC school. It's like if you just objectively, you're like, hey, top 25 in recruiting, and your whole conference is ahead of you still. That's the SEC, baby. Yeah. Just means more. They, just means more. They ain't recruited nobody, pal. This, this is a perfect example of when capitalism gets out of hand. It's just money making more money. An embarrassment like, of riches in the SEC. I mean, it's just like win more. Like, like you can't college. break into the market because like they control it because they're going to get every good recruit because they have the program. Like, yeah, and don't worry. Once Oklahoma and Texas come, it's going to be the eventual goal of this. It's just going to be minor league football. Mm-hmm. That's going to be Division One football will just be the SEC eventually. I'm, I'm convinced of it at this point. Like they're just going to get any big time program. Clemson will go to the SEC. Ohio, Ohio borders Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Bring in Ohio State. Bring in Ohio State. It'll just be Ohio versus the, the South. Yeah, like it's always been. And honestly, Ohio State's fan base would fit right in. Yeah, in the SEC. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, no, you leave like Big Ten versus SEC. I think you could have two super conferences if Penn State can get their shit together. And has this not worked out how we told Ross it would work out? Ohio State was just going to, you know, run the table, mm-hmm. be perfectly fine. And get in, yeah. And get we, into the playoffs. If you lose like, in the first three weeks, you're definitely fine. Especially to a team that's literally in the top five. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of the top five, we did have one loss that we both called. Yeah. Well, you, you had the balls. I'll, I'll admit it. I think you called it on our show. You took Purdue plus the three, but yeah. you should have took the money line. I should have. I, I got a little afraid like a big pussy. Because that is what the spoiler makers do. All they do is beat top ten teams. Yeah, and kind of beat the shit out of them. Yeah, like they won by eleven over Michigan State at home. If you are ranked in the top ten, you do not want to go play in West Lafayette. I mean, if I'm Brom, I would just like I would just put on my schedule for the team to see. I would just, just put a number next to every team you like play, a, like a seven and or a three or a one. We're whatever. playing Illinois. They're yeah. they're thirteen. Got to beat them. I don't uh, Purdue for whatever reason they just get up against these big time teams and they ruin seasons. That's do you, what they do. Do you think that that ever kind of pisses off Purdue fans? No, like because they're always the bride bridesmaid that fucks the bride's husband, but never the bride. It gets them at least excited, right? Like they, I don't think they have expectations to be like a truly like competitive like, national championship like caliber college football team i think every organization has that dream i don't I think, think anyone no, no i think they have no. i think they have in i think they have enough does expect- mizzou no. yes no 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 no. we have I, they're, they're very similar to mizzou i think i think they have enough expectation where they want to be competing for big 10 titles once or twice a decade and what are that and that by that i mean winning their division once or twice a decade yeah I think not, they don't do that, that no. but they don't do that so this is what i'm saying so they have these flashes of like pure glory and their their home stadium is clearly tough to play in but they don't ever put it together for a full season and then you see this and it's got to kind of be i think a bit no here's how their ad thinks the ad thinks they are a head coach or assistant coach away from turning that program into a national championship they, they think they're one piece away 
like yeah. inside inside the trauma, they have these conversations. You mean player that, piece, player piece, coach piece. Like they're one, they they are nine out of ten of the ways there, and I'm missing one spark yeah. to get them over the hump See, to be that every, caliber. Of every they think Purdue they can be fan, Ohio State. Every with Purdue a new coach. fan I've ever met has like realistic expectations. They're like, oh yeah, we want to win like seven eight games a year. We want to win a few mm-hmm. upsets, and no. like, we're just going to ruin seasons. Like that's every Purdue fan I've ever met has the same expectation. Purdue is not Mizzou by any means. I'm not talking about Mizzou. I'm talking about Purdue. I'm talking about he like... Say, he says Purdue fans I'm say saying that. Purdue fans say this all the time. They're just like, yeah, yeah we win eight I, games. I'll be fine with that. Like, that's what they're into, that's kind of weird to me because it, it's pretty good. It's a school with pretty good tradition, both in... It's a, it's a two-sport school. Yeah, but Purdue. like they also get to like kind of flaunt that like most astronauts went to Purdue. It's like, we go to space. Is that... Do they... I feel like the majority of people, American citizens that have been in space, were Purdue alone. No, that's fine. I just don't think that that's what they're getting their rocks off to at 11 a.m. at a tailgate. Sure, but like, <laughs> even me, like, right, like, I go to a G5 school. Right. And a soon to be uh, G6 school. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have expectations of us ever playing for a championship. I just want to run the table. You don't have expectations of you playing for a championship anymore. You had those beaten out of you. Over and over again. Yeah, you had those choked out of you. Don't act like you were constantly like that. No, I was always like that. Uh, like real, like deep down, I was always like, "No, nah, we don't have a chance." Okay. Yeah, I, I was. Mean, I was beating that drum. Like, give us a chance, but it was. Never then you think your school should be competing for national titles? I don't. I don't. I truly don't. I don't think Cincinnati should probably. Realistically, this year, if we're gonna, if if there was ever a year to have a G five team in playoff, year for it sure. should be Cincinnati. Um, but they're not doing themselves any favors by beating Tulsa by eight. No, they're not getting style points. Now, granted, nobody really got style points this, this week. But the thing is, though, not getting style points against Tulsa is going to look a lot worse than not getting style points against Nebraska. Because you know the committee doesn't watch the games, and they don't realize that Tulsa always covers. No, the committee might actually be as bad as the coaches' poll. It's truly. Because the coaches, A, they don't do their own poll. They just give it to like a, a grad assistant right. to like fill out. And B, those grad assistants don't watch the games. But yeah, Tulsa. How can they? They're Tul- working. Tulsa wins two or three games a year, but like they, they're always in every game. But like, you're just going to look at the record. You're going to see Tulsa sucks. Yeah. And I mean, Cincinnati barely beat Tulsa. So Speaking- with, they don't have any context that Tulsa always comes. Yeah. And if, that was, and if that was an Ohio State team, they'd be writing the head article, oh, an Ohio State team found a way to win even though they weren't competing at their best. That or, literally or, 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 or that's, that's, that's yeah. the, the mark of a championship team. When that they, when literally they, happened this year. Ohio State barely beat Tulsa. <laughs> But like that's that's, that's it's incredible. so ridiculous. It's literally just the branding. Yeah, and that's just life, man. Which it's, is why these schools think that they can change their branding in some way, or like with one national championship win, even though it wasn't, and you put it on your football stadium again. The P five, like, well, really, the SEC, the Big Ten, um, maybe a little bit of the Big Twelve. It depends if it's Texas or Oklahoma, but really, the Big Ten and the SEC, you're old money. Like, yes, you're always going to be established. You're never going to have problems. Um, yeah. But anytime you're, you're like this new tech millionaire, tech billionaire that comes in and tries to right. like fit in, you're just, they're never going to accept you. Right. And new- that is what like Cincinnati or like us in our heyday were, or Boise. Like when Boise was going, Boise, Boise looked, was right there though. They were a disruptor and right. they were, they were a nuisance Yeah. to like, especially when they beat Oklahoma in that uh, fucking Fiesta Bowl. Mm-hmm. They were like, hmm. We need to take care of this Boise team. Well, how many seasons of like Boise disruptor were there? There was like five or six in a row. Yeah, yeah. not in a row, but like they, they were kind of uh, they're pretty consistent for a, a decade, good five or six years. Yeah. Uh, speaking of 
uh, getting disrupted. Uh, your bets all got disrupted. Yeah. This weekend. Um, I mean, I think I went on outside top 25. I went like 10, 6, and 1. Yeah. So decent week. But uh, again, I told you I didn't diversify my portfolio. So all the fights I lost on Phil Halls with all my parlays because um, of the stupid ass liver shot. And uh, yeah, there was one game that I was heavily invested in, and that was uh, actually my bookie, uh, our boy Aaron, just hit us up. I got to pay him. Uh, Baylor. Shouts to uh, Baylor for uh, just squandering a game against a listless, like, terrible TCU team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not fucking great. Gary Patterson gets fired, what, last Sunday? Mm-hmm. Um, Duggan's not even playing. They're playing their backup quarterback, and uh, yeah, he torched Baylor's defense. So, shouts to Dave Aranda. Thank you for losing me like a thousand bucks this week. Oof. Hey, real quick, uh, let's get into some ads. We're talking sports, so uh, let's start with some sports. More is always better, and that's why MyBookie.com instantly doubles all first-time deposits. With double the funds, you can double your action and, more importantly, double your wins. Getting in on the action has never been easier. Just use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to get started. Uh, The best part is I can bet with all my favorite currencies, including crypto, and uh, with all that extra scratch, that's what I call money, uh, why not get in on the biggest matchups of the week at my bookie? We're inching closer to the NFL playoffs with some pivotal games this weekend, including a showdown between divisional rivals, the 49ers and the Rams. Uh, behind Matt Stafford, the Rams are looking to continue rolling. Not really. They just lost to the Titans, but get back on a roll, let's say. Uh, and they take on, you know, a good 49er defense. The Rams are legit. Bet them to cover. I think, I think they'll beat San Francisco. And don't wait. Head to MyBookie.com today to redeem your double deposit bonus so you can get in the game and start winning now. To get yourself started, use the pro- promo code DRINKINGBROS uh, to receive double your first deposit instantly. That's promo code DRINKINGBROS so you can get double your funds to double your winnings. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Next up, we have GhostBed. What can I say about GhostBed that I haven't already said? They're the best beds in the world. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. You get two awesome deals. Uh, the first one is a bundle deal where you get 40% off. You start with a mattress and an adjustable base. Um, and then you build on however you want from there. Sheets, uh, pillows, whatever. If you want to add extra mattresses, maybe you move to a bigger home or your kid uh, outgrew you know, his whatever other mattress or her other mattress, whatever. What, however you want to build that bundle, you can. You just have to start with a, a, one of their four mattresses and an adjustable base and add on whatever. You get 40% off if you do that. Uh, if you need to shop a little more a la carte, you go to, again, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Use the promo code drinking bros to get 30% off anything in the store. There's not any special combination you need. The promo code drinking bros will get you 30% off any, everything in your cart, uh, no matter what it is. So yeah, that works too. And these matches are awesome. You can finance them if you need to. $35 a month, zero down, 0% financing. Uh, you don't need great credit. They're made in America. 20-year warranty, 101 nights for free. All kinds of great stuff from GhostBed. GhostBed.com forward slash drinking bros. Sleep so good. It is indeed scary. It actually terrifies me. That's how afraid of how good the sleep is. Uh, last but not least, we have Mint Mobile. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I first heard about Mint Mobile, which is uh, Ryan Reynolds' 
people, I think. Uh, they offer premium wireless service starting at just $15 a month. And, you know, you think, what's the catch? But after speaking with them uh, and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one. There's no catch. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. So they cut out retail stores. There's no crazy overhead costs on that uh, getting passed down to you in the form of quote-unquote mystery fees. Uh, instead, Mint just passes on the, the savings to you. And the service is great. It's not like some sketchy, you know, mobile service. You're not going to, like drive five minutes out of the city and, and not have service or anything like that. The service is indeed excellent. I've been happy with it completely. We use it here in the studio for Collins and stuff like that. Look, for people uh, looking to just get extra savings, Mint Mobile offers a premium wireless for just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the uh, nation's largest 5G network. Uh, use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan. And keep your same phone number along with all your contacts. Uh, and if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with a seven-day money-back guarantee. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service uh, starting at $15 a month. To get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month uh, and get a plan shipped to your door for free, uh, go to mintmobile.com slash drinkingbros. That's mintmobile.com slash drinkingbros. That's mint, you know, like the like mint, mint chocolate chip ice cream, mobile whatever, uh, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash drinking bros. Cut your wireless bill to $15 a month at mintmobile.com slash drinking bros. The service really is great. Uh, I, I don't want to tell you, it's, it's crazy they, they can do it for so cheap. I highly recommend you guys looking into this at mintmobile.com slash drinking bros. All right, let's get back into this. Oof, not fucking great. Yeah, Baylor kind of blew their season there, I feel like. Are they still... What do the Big 12 standings look like now, actually? You got to think Oklahoma is still, like, if Oklahoma runs the table, they're in, right? Yeah. In the playoff? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Are they going undefeated in the Big 12? They're, under, yeah. they're, they're in. So here's, the yeah, so right now, Bedlam would be, so Baylor's kind of behind the eight ball because Oklahoma State beat Baylor, mm-hmm. right? And Oklahoma State's in second place. And so Oklahoma State, if they win out but lose Bedlam, they're still in the Big 12 championship, I think. What did Iowa State do? Have they played Oklahoma State yet? Um, they have, and they beat Oklahoma State, so that would be interesting, actually. So is Iowa State starting to do their bullshit at the end of the year? Right. Where they just start winning games? Yeah. And getting Campbell job offers that he doesn't take? Just classic Iowa State. They, re- they wrecked Texas. Texas this year, so man. They're, actually, there might, might end up being a three-way tie for second place in the Big 12, because there's a circle of suck. Uh, Oklahoma State beat Baylor but lost to Iowa State. Uh, Baylor beat Iowa State but lost to Oklahoma State, et cetera, et cetera. So... I don't know how that's going to work out, standing-wise. I can tell you Texas isn't, uh, isn't getting in. Yeah, I no. can tell you that. No. They're 4-5 and five overall, 2-4 and four in conference, lost to Iowa State. Fuck, man. That program is so in the fucking garbage. It, it happens, too. It's just like a trickle. It's a mudslide. It's yeah. just, and then you can't get footing, you can't get footing, and then like you have a few rebuilding years in a row, a few different coaches, and you're like, what is this? We have no building blocks for anything, a bunch of five stars that don't work together. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. But you can't keep firing your coach over and over again. At some point, you just got to let a mediocre but strong base be built. No, I disagree with that completely. You need fresh ideas in NCAA football every right now. Every three years? No, but I think you need to find someone, like really go out there with someone who like has a plan to get this done, and they make take three years to build that base before they start winning and instilling some of these ideas. Oh, but see, the th- problem is, is that if they're not winning after three years, they get fired. 
I think you have to see the you have to see the ideas of something. Like you have to if you see there's a plan and you see they're working yeah. towards something and it's just like not quite there or like you need another player here or there. Right. Yeah, you got you give them time. Okay. If you see progression. Okay. So, kind of early predictions. What do we think the college football committee is going to do tomorrow? Um. So Michigan State's out. Georgia's one. Alabama's two again, despite barely beating LSU. Yeah. Quality win. Well, because Ohio State barely beat Nebraska, and Oregon kind of barely won as well. Or did Oregon run away? I can't remember. Um, Oregon won by 10, I believe. And it was close, though, a lot of the game. Yeah, but that's just the Pac-12. Right. That's just what they're going to do all year. Right. So nobody won by... Yeah, Oregon won by 10, but it was closer than that for... uh, It was in Seattle. You know, it's whatever. So basically, Ohio State moves up to four. Oregon's three. Yeah. Um, Bama's two. Cincinnati moves up to five. Okay. Uh, who was? Let me look at last week's CFP. Oklahoma didn't play. Yeah. So they'll move up. Yes. <laughs> uh, Wake might as well just be dead. Wake might not be ranked next week or why, this week. Yeah. Why? Why? Why have him? Hey, that that by the way reopens up the chance of a unranked ACC championship. Yes. So Which I'm excited for. Yeah, we're not. Out, they're not out of the woods yet. Um. I'm still holding on to a fucking North Carolina ACC championship ticket. <laughs> we need a lot to happen, but fingers crossed. A who championship? Sorry. UNC. Tar Heels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so let's see here. Michigan. I had it right. I'm like, Clemson's going to be down this year, yeah. but I just did not have. I thought North. I had faith in Mac, and Mac let me down. Do we think the committee is cruel enough to have uh, Michigan leapfrog Cincinnati? Or Michigan State? Oh, or keep Michigan State in front of Cincinnati? They could, yeah. I think Cincinnati stays put at six. <laughs> Just like, no, this is your peak. This yeah. is where you guys are going to end Cincinnati up. Cincinnati stays put at six, and uh, Ohio State goes to four, Michigan State goes to, to five, Oregon's at three. There's a chance. I mean, they beat Tulsa by a touchdown. They, they might keep Cincinnati. They might, t- Cincinnati might move back. So Cincinnati to seven, Michigan to six. Yeah. Michigan State at five or whatever. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. Because I'll tell you right now, if Cincinnati goes undefeated and doesn't make the playoff, I'm not watching. I'm just not going to watch the college football playoff. I just, <sighs> Same I, old. I mean, I will watch it, and I will gamble on it, but yeah, I will. I might gamble on it, but I won't watch it. I'll what? watch it. You'll watch it with us. You're going to watch it. Oh, It'll be yeah, working. Let's not pretend well, they, like... They won't get my ratings, though. Yeah. Right? It yeah. won't be on at my home. Right. I'm going to so steal it. Yeah, because Nielsen ratings matter so much. In, uh, I'm not watching it on cable. I'm going to steal it on an illegal stream. Yeah, yeah. We should yeah. illegally stream it in protest. Yes. You're really just trying to get this company shut down, aren't you? Like, yeah. I'm, I do illicit drugs, but you're talking about the real, the real danger here. Pirating. Yes. Yes. Uh, any other surprises in college <sighs> football? Boise beat the shit out of Fresno. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. It's but, weird, but who cares? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of anything. Illinois else beating Minnesota was hilarious. I was uh actually on set for the UCF now six and three UCF. Yeah, tell me about that trip. Tell me about Disneyland, buddy. Harry uh, Potter Land or Disney World? Excuse me. Well, we didn't go to Disney. We went to Universal. Yeah, you went to Harry Potter World. Uh, Aren't it, they all right beside each other? No, no, no. So uh, Disney's in Kissimmee. Mm-hmm. Um, Universal's still in Orlando. Uh, Universal, you know, went there. It, it poured all day. Um, yeah, but that's perfect. Torrential downpour. It was 55 degrees all day. Um, so cold rain. Yeah, you were at Harry Potter World. You got the exact weather you needed for Harry Potter. Yes. Yeah. No, snow would have been more 
accepted for Harry Potter world. Now Harry Potter. Yes, no. It I is guess, a Christmas it's movie. A, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, sure. Uh, which one? There are eight of them. They're all of them are Christmas all of movies. Them. And I have Christmas. recently watched all ten, including the first two Fantastic Beasts. Where to find them? Just wrapping up the Crimes of Grindelwald yesterday, and went on a deep binge of Harry Potter fan lore YouTube videos. Dude. What about Cursed Child? So watch that. Universal no, was sick though, play. Um, because because of the rain, there was no line, so we just went on everything. Tight. Yeah, so um and there was a brief moment where Did you it, buy my kid a Harry Potter thing? Uh yeah, he is a Slytherin. You got him a Slytherin one? Yeah. Good. Nice. No, because so my wife takes those stupid quizzes all the time and she tries to make herself a Gryffindor and always comes out Slytherin, which is a total Slytherin move, as we all know. And, <laughs> Such a Slytherin move. <laughs> and she gets pissed off. And she and uh, she's like, I'm not a Slytherin, I'm nice. And I'm like, I don't know, you're pale. You're nice to me, but yeah, I, I'm I'm none of the above. I would be like in that. Uh, you're Hufflepuff for sure. No, I, yeah, you're Hufflepuff. I am. Uh, I'm a Ravenclaw. Get the fuck, fuck out of here. You're, you're you're irrelevant. You're Hufflepuff. Either way, I'm whatever that guy Crumb was in. You're in Durmstrang. Yeah, I'm in the <laughs> other school. You're in the other school. I'm in the like super sense. intense like military academy for the wizards without actually. So I'm stealing Valor. You're just in like the Nazi. I'm stealing. You're like, just in like the weird wizard Nazi academy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do see that Dan with the furs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm definitely in Slytherin. I have I have the Half Blood Prince's notebook with all the answers in it, just acting like I knew all the shit. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say that you might be this sort of like house dishwasher at the French school. That's just like that all the girls like make their dads angry with. No, like, I'm the house. I'm the house elf that like is. Yeah, that's also getting, possible. Getting jiggy with the. I will say there, there was a brief moment of uh, no rain for about 15 minutes. So we hopped on the Velocicoaster, which is a new. Really insane roller coaster in uh, the Jurassic Park area of Islands of Adventure. Okay. And holy shit. Good? Yes. Really? Best roller coaster I've been on. What? What happens? Do actual dinosaurs come out or some shit? Uh, like, no, what? but it's fucking intense. Like, I thought I was going to fucking fall out like 12 times. Really? Yeah. It's like... Do you get that feeling up in your balls where it's like kind of tangles? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My balls went up into me. Um, the cool thing about roller coasters is, is that like, even though they're like safe... You never know. You never know. You never really know. I only ride wood roller coasters. Yeah, like Screaming Eagle and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Just like the rickety ones. Uh You're on like a Staten Island amusement park. Like clearly there are bolts missing. Yeah, Yeah. this thing's been rotted through. There's like like uh, like a 40-year-old pigeon's nest just like stuck in the... I didn't even pay to get on and I got in free when I bought my hot dog. Yeah. Those are the best ones. I like riding the uh, carnival roller coasters that are like 100 feet long. Yeah, those are pretty scary. Uh, yeah. the, I mean, this Velocicoaster though it, it pushes the limits of like, board, like border and death. Okay, yeah, it was cool. How how'd Kylie handle it? Um, pretty well. Yeah. Um, I was wearing my poncho though, and my poncho got stuck. Um, so this is how people died in. Yeah, no, my poncho got stuck in the roller coaster, so I went to rip it off. So my hood ripped off. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I didn't have a hood for the rest of the day, so I just threw the poncho out, and I just got soaked. Man, that's got to be terrifying for the next child that comes on, and it just sees, like, a ripped hood stuck into the just thing. Just, like, flapping. It's, like, already scared. Like, you know when you're a kid at, like, Six Flags or Disney World or whatever, and, like, you're in line, and there's this one, like, or at a water park, even, although a water park is a valid fear. Uh, there's, like, some pussy kid in line that's like, oh, no, I don't know. And the dad's like, come on, it's fine. It's fine. You said you wanted to do this. You asked me to come on this. Like, I don't want to do it. We're in line. I've been in line for 20 minutes. I'm not getting out of line. You're getting on. And then he sees Dan's ripped hood and is just like. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. But the only thing that saves him is like the guy who's like letting people on. He's like, hey, sir, you can't take your Budweiser on the ride. He's like, 
damn, I can't. <laughs> and then he starts a fight with that guy, and the kid doesn't have to go on because yeah. his dad gets kicked out. Well, they have, they have a child swap area, which I always thought you could just trade kids. You, and you want to trade your kid when he's blubbering like a little... He's a little bitch. Yeah, yeah. like, I don't want to get in the really good. Which is part of the plot of the second Fantastic Beast movie, of the child swapping and the murder. Swapping children? Yeah, murdered baby that way. Okay. Re- okay. Uh, I like that. A lot um, of murdered kids in, in the Harry Potter universe. It happens. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, did that Friday. Saturday went to the bounce house, homecoming. You know, typical UCF fashion. If we have a few losses that year, uh, about like 60% capacity. Uh, so a little bit. It looked fairly full. It was fine. Um, it was cold. Yeah. So it was windy, Wind, cold. Super cold for Florida. Very cold. So everyone kind of tailgated. There was a giant fight yeah. at Memory Mall. I think it was a mega sci-fi. Will you pull up the video to that, actually? It's no. fucking rad. Um, wait, I'll, I can do it. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's a hardcore video. Let me, I'll just go look for it. It's just, UC, just search UCF homecoming fight, and it'll come up. Uh, this is this is a uh, uh, re- they were like we're we're Florida school. I'm gonna show you. Yeah, doing Florida man shit. This is a reactor field type of fight. Oh, I miss reactor. Yeah, like, that was I was only there for my freshman year, but I do remember specifically there was a game we were playing where we just let each other punch each other mm-hmm. after being so drunk. Yeah, and it's just like how, there was no point to the game. It was just like you hit him, and then he you're like okay, now you can hit me. Man, the things I've seen at Reactor Field, uh, and that wasn't even the craziest spot. Like Frat Pit was before that. But at Reactor Field, I've seen like a guy pull an axe out of his pickup truck in the middle of a fight. Yeah, like, a full axe, not even like a hatchet. Are you boys ready for this fight? Yeah. Oh, we are. Switch camera four. There we go. Oh, they oh. moved the grill. Yeah, the- is he still trying to chef it up? Which I appreciate. He's still trying to grill. Love yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, he's like, get the fuck off my grill, dude. Like, this bullshit. He's Wait, got the he's tongs. The <laughs> yeah. This I mean, is more like a mosh pit than it is a yeah, fight. I mean, oh, they're stomping full, now. It's a full-on, like, brawl. What? I, you don't even know who you're fighting. No one knows who they're Everyone's fighting. just wanting to get a punch in. Yeah, that's always fun when it's, like, the people on the edges that are like, ooh, I can just get a punch in. He's like, wow. Yeah. Uh, I also I've seen like multiple fourteen uh, year olds like vomiting from clearly being forced to like chug natties or like take a shot of vodka in Reactor Field. I, I remember at one point I was just like some girls with their little brother who was like vomiting, and I was like, "Hey, is he okay? Did you want some water from our tailgate? Because he's fourteen and it's ninety degrees, right? And you probably should stop giving him alcohol." Yep. Well, speaking of dehydration. And suffocation and possible drowning. No breathing. Should we talk about what happened in Houston? Astroworld? Oh, fucking Travis Scott. Yeah, man. <sighs> yeah, no, I found that out after, you know, drinking all day. And I'm just like, oh, wow. Dude. <laughs> Fuck. It's fucked up. There's like a four, like the, the, the youngest person who died was 14. Just some 14-year-old kid who was, you know, probably taking a TikTok of the show from the front row or some So shit. if you're unfamiliar with the story, uh, Astroworld is Travis Scott's little mini festival. It's like a two or three stage festival, but he closes it out. So normally all the fans are distributed through all the different stages throughout the day or other places doing things. But at the end, Travis Scott gives this big finale and everyone goes to that stage. Um, they're pushing people in. They're getting closer and closer. Uh, this very similar thing happened to me at Lollapalooza. We were sharing a stage with Little Pump uh, in 2018 and they cut his music 
uh, to keep pulling people out because they would get too tight. People right. wouldn't dispute. So they, uh, you couldn't move. So they're having to pull people out of the crowd as they were passing out. And he got really mad and came down and trashed my green room. And his six foot eight security guards kind of tough talked one of my friend's girlfriends. Ah, but I, they did not do that I like at a Travis Scott concert. No, they let it go. Yes. They let it rip. Not once did the music stop after people were screaming for help. People were like climbing on the stage being like, stop the show. People are dying. Yeah. So what was it? Like Drake came out on stage and like everyone moved forward? I guess or something. so. Yeah, everyone was pushing forward and you would raise your hands and you would get stuck. You could no they longer bring your hands crowd down. surfing the unconscious bodies out of the crowd for the EMTs in the back who Sick. had no equipment. They, there was like no ambulance it, it took the cops to come out and this is why when you go to a festival you just kind of hang around the fringes you never go deep into it, the fucking this was negligence ever. on its like highest degree normally there's a center pit so there's usually a line that you have railing on each side of the like through the center so that way EMTs can come in and pull people out if they need right. and they can run cabling right. and things down that line I think this All was done. just f- flat so like you, be, if you're in the center you're stuck in the center the only egress is on the outsides or at the front, so uh, it was yeah, it was pretty. Dude, pretty horrific. I, I can't. I probably there's not a lot of ways I can think to die worse than being crushed to death by a fucking crowd at a Travis Scott concert. His apology tweet was pretty pathetic too. He made a video where his body language was just like, uh, whatever. Yeah, dude, I guarantee you behind the scenes he's like, dog. So like death, that's how fucking dope I am. Oh god, I hope not. Like deaths at festival aren't uncommon. Um, and that's why like you go yeah, to but certain it's ones. Like some fucking kid on Molly. Who it's it's, 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 a, water. it's a drug overdose or an accidental fall from right. being too too intoxicated. But like just for experiencing the concert and not having adequate security, it's just like completely unacceptable. And there should be a lot of people who are very poor after this and several people in jail. Do you think when they got to the uh, gates of heaven, they told them Travis Scott sent me or Cactus Jack sent me? (laughs) Cactus Jack tastes like shit, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fucking awful. I'm sure they were giving away tons of that for free with anyone with a VIP band. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's just, just really sad. And I think you just... Find promo companies that you like if you like going to festivals that have adequate mm-hmm. security, that have high quality medical tents, um, that is, do the, things the right way. Like, this at, this was at like the NRG Astrodome facility too, right? Like that big area, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah. That place should. sucks. I've been to the rodeo there a couple times, and like I really don't like it or the area. I've been to a bowl game at NRG too, and the Final Four at NRG actually, uh, and that whole like facility or whatever. Not a fan. Feels like a very unsurprising place for that to happen. Also, I heard people were like breaking in and like dancing on the ambulances. I mean, it was a fucking shit show. Those kind of concerts get stupid wild and they don't have the adequate people there to. I don't want to say that the fans mm. more than not want to misbehave themselves, but I think there is an energy there similar to old metal concerts or old punk concerts where people want to fuck shit up. So, yeah, well, I mean, it's like just a really young fucking crowd, too, right? Like it's it's not like uh, ACL where the headlining act is like uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers one year or something George like that. Strait. Yeah, like this. Like this is, isn't happening at a George Strait concert. No, uh, this is happening at a Travis Scott concert in part, honestly, because the whole fucking crowd is like twenty five and under. Yeah. Yeah. Like just fucking. And they there's no um, thoughts of no responsibilities and honestly don't really know how to take care of themselves. Like some of them, yeah. like th- this could be one of their first or few festivals. Like he has a very young fan base. Was marketed at McDonald's, marketed with the young Jenner, yeah. the Kylies. Like it's just. Do you see yeah, the headline man. that was like 
Kylie Jenner unharmed at Travis Scott. Yeah, no shit, because she probably had her own helipad. Yeah. It's like, oh, thank God. I, I thought she might be in the front row with all the peasants that died. No. Yeah, of course she was fucking unharmed. Yeah, she was standing on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Or in the green room, not even paying attention to the concert, because no, she's seen yes, it a million like, times. Fuck yeah. No. Not paying attention to any of that She shit. was walking around to nice photo op areas with her three personal photographers yeah. and her 17 security guards. Dude, just a fucking mess. <sighs> yeah. Where do you uh, think the next Astro World is? Where the, what? The next Crush Death? Or like his next concert? You got to think he takes a few days San off. San Quentin. A few weeks off. Maybe, a few, maybe the, con- like the tour's off. Pelican Bay. Yeah, yeah Pelican. Yeah, literally. Like, Either way. And ha- um, like the, like the, the insurance ramifications of this have to be insane. And there has what, to for be. For like the next Travis Scott concert? Like he can't put one on again because they don't want to insure him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, I already knew he wasn't allowed back at Lollapalooza because that year that little pump did that stuff. They said he, the cops were there, and if he didn't uh, exactly do what they said, they would charge him for inciting a riot. Right. Which, uh, hasn't Tyler, the creator, gotten that a couple times, inciting Travis a riot? Travis Scott's already got that. Like now for this no, show? No, back in, I think it was 2018 or 2015, oh, one yeah. of his shows, he got the inciting a riot. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, there were also issues, like it had been multiple issues of such things and like he had a reputation for it and like there were riot cops standing yeah like i once saw travis scott in a vegas club and i didn't know it was travis scott like it's before he's big right and I, I just had no idea who he was and it's like oh you dude it's fucking travis scott i'm like oh cool he's, he's kind of an average pretty, looking pretty whatever you would yeah. have to remind me even now like I, I, I well not anymore now i'm not never gonna forget who travis scott is but if someone had told me like a week ago, like, oh yeah, Travis Scott's gonna be on the show. My first thought would be like, oh cool, like is is he a skateboarder? Sicko mode or what's going on? <laughs> brown, brown, is he like brown, a pro skateboarder? Like, I, I would love to get Najee Houston if that's who you're insinuating on the show. No, I just sound it sounds like a pro skateboarder name. Travis yeah. Scott sounds like he rides BMX or skateboard. That's a great transition. Let's talk about the X Games this week. No. Um NFL. Do you guys want X Games coverage? Like let me know. I we can don't. I can start no watching skateboarding X- again. No one wants X Game coverage. No one. The X Games the used to be once a year. Now it's like twelve times a year. It's I'm, like every month. I don't understand. I can how cover the so new tour. Games you guys know. You I've, guys know. I've it. been to the X Games, and I the can Tampa tell you, Ann. the best part of it was having a VIP pass and getting to stay at the bar away from everyone else and getting drunk for free for hours. Then you would want to go to the Winter X Games. So there's usually like a hot tub, some I sort of DJ would. thing. I like, actually would go to the Winter X Games. Yeah, and just get drunk on. Yeah, I do better in snow than flying tomato, would. dude. Yeah, fuck yeah. Anyway, you want to talk about the NFL? Let's do it. A lot of upsets. Ton of upsets. Cowboys, Sean, you alive up there? Yeah. Sorry Getting about fucking that. worked by the Broncos. Teddy, two gloves, just doing magic. Um, Bills lost to the fucking Jags. That was That's weird. That's insane. Josh Allen had a day against Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah, of people uh, loved it. That him. was trending on Twitter. That was a big old, you know. Super didn't care. It was already overdone by like the fifth tweet. Y- yeah. It's, I was just like, uh ha ha yeah, it was stupid. Uh, the Browns fucking dicked down the Bengals. Got rid of Odell. Got rid of the problem. Got yep. rid of the cancer. Can't cut and, out. Uh, the Baker's tumor. back, baby. Woo! Baker's got that chip on his shoulder now. He's back. I mean, weren't weren't we talking around on these shows like a week ago? Even like, dude, the Bengals defense isn't bad. Yeah, well, it's, I think we uh, might have overreacted. Yeah, uh, Titans take down the Rams without Derrick Henry. Titans are like weird, man. Like they play shitty against terrible teams, but then they step their game up against all the good teams. Yeah, it's weird. The funniest part is the Chiefs still barely beating the Packers without Mahomes. <sighs> and or, I mean, without Rodgers, they just tried to give that game away too. Like mm-hmm. Love scored late, and I think they almost got the ball back to try to tie it. But I mean, Love sucked. 
that that, that Packers offense was pitiful. They should have put in Bortles. Should have been the return of the boat, but they didn't do it. I agree. The only team that seemed fun to watch this week was the Cardinals. Without Murray, too. Yeah. Murray's out. And they still rolled. Yeah. They still scored. They still, like, beat the Niners handily, scored 31. I mean, dude, remember when everyone was, like, making fun of that Cliff Kingsbury hire a couple years ago? Mm -hmm. Like, what? Who? Him? (laughs) The coach that wasn't even 500 in college at Tech? Yeah, because you know how fucking hard it is to get kids to go to Lubbock? Yeah, Lubbock, Texas. Uh, Yeah, man. I mean, uh, Colt McCoy. The only good Texas football uh, situation all weekend was Colt McCoy getting a win with the Cardinals. Colt McCoy might have just got himself another 10-year contract. So, I don't know how old Colt McCoy is at this point. I, but. I, think, I don't know if Colt McCoy is one of these situations, but there are a ton of dudes from Colt McCoy's era from like 2006 to 2012. Colt McCoy does this. Like, Remember that Monday night game he did against the Cowboys with yeah, the Redskins? Yep. And uh, yeah, no, he does it. He pops in, pops out like every five years, gets a new contract, and cashes in. I think there's dudes like McCoy and others who kind of got a raw deal because no one knew what to do with these sort of smaller spread QBs at that time. In right. the NFL. You got to fit into our system. We're not going to put the system around. Yeah, here. I think yeah. I think guys like McCoy uh and others um really got screwed by that. Like by the NFL being like, well, I don't know what to do with you, so fuck you." Yeah. It's 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 a bizarre situation. Like a lot of quarterbacks got between 2006-2012, I think got kind of screwed who were great in college and never given a shot cuz like look at that. Like if who is Kyler Murray but Pat White? Man. We could, we could talk about Pat White all day. Yeah, I love that West Virginia team. We could, really. I mean, Kyler Murray is a better athlete than Pat White. He's a two-sport you know, baseball guy, so he's got a better arm and stuff like that. But still, like, Kyler Murray would have been treated the same as Pat White if he had graduated in like 2008, 2009. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, just never given a shot. Yeah, but yeah. he's fucking great to go now. I mean, it's just a different fucking situation. Different and, time. And honestly, Baker Mayfield might have been Colt McCoy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, people are still trying to bury Baker. They are, they are, they are. But, you know. And, I mean, Mahomes, would anyone... People barely had faith in Mahomes going into that draft. Like, he's a top 15 pick. like, fucking Mahomes? People like to sit... Like, a lot of people do Monday morning quarterbacking or, like, a lot of stuff in hindsight where they're just like, how could you have drafted these guys over Mahomes? It's like, because going in, a lot of people weren't, like, really sold on Mahomes. No, the only home run in that draft was Deshaun Watson. The only one that everyone was like, yeah, he'll be great in the NFL. Well. And, and. nothing on the field derailed Deshaun Watson. That's fair. That is incredibly fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's like saying Michael Vick wasn't a great quarterback. Yeah. Had his best year under Andy Reid. Michael Vick. He did. Yeah. So what do you what what is even happening in, in the NFL now? Like where are we? The AFC is a fucking like AFC's gross. wild card right now. The AFC's gross. The Raiders are aren't the Raiders like second? The, the Titans are the first no. in first place, right? Titans are the number one seed, although the Ravens, I think, had a bye, so they're six. No, Ravens just came back. They they were losing to Minnesota the entire game and came back and beat Minnesota. Oh, okay, no, yeah. okay. So they're six and they've had their bye though, so they're a half game behind the Titans. Uh yeah, and then the Ra- the Raiders and Chargers are five and three. The Chiefs are only a half game behind at five and four. Like Chargers beat my birds last second field goal. That was sick. Yeah, and then the NFC is kind of, I mean, the Cowboys kind of shit their pants, but they're in complete control of that division. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, the NFC's everyone's like six and two or seven and two, right? The, the NFC is literally you're good or you're shitty. Yeah, that's it. There's only it's very top heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the AFC is just all like mediocre garbage yeah we are 
parody, baby. Yeah. So, uh, honestly, you know what? I, maybe the Chiefs don't get together. I, they might be, this might be a good time to lay money on the Chiefs for, to win the Super Bowl. No, they're not going to do it this year. I'm it's just, just not happening. Good long odds. Our friend uh, Brian McGannon wrote yeah. a column about uh, what Patrick Mahomes is going through right a now. Great column. Go ahead and about check it. out Brian McGannon on Twitter, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, do a Win Today is the name of the website yeah. um, that he wrote it on. That's his website. Um, He's a big, big Chiefs, uh, big KC sports guy. And just making kind of like the, the argument for what, what Mahomes is going through. Kind of like a quarter-life crisis. Uh, the list of things that he, Mahomes has to deal with right now is insane. Infant child. Although, honestly, he shouldn't really be having to deal with that. And this isn't a, this isn't a anti-paternity leave or whatever situation. It's just like, okay, like spend your time with the kid, but then be like, hey, uh, I have a job right now. The good news is I only have to do it half the year. Yeah, but he, he really needs to get away from his fiance and his brother. And his brother. Yeah, that's really what his fiance. People don't give enough credit to his fiance for being terrible. She's awful. Yeah. yeah. Send his brother on like some missionary trip somewhere to go build wells. To that uh, island off like Sri Lanka or whatever. Yeah, where send him to do TikTok dances yeah, like, there while building can, wells. You got to make friends with Benil and then uh, yeah. he can Hire go him. build like, I don't know, like orphanages in other countries with Benil Dariush. Is there an update? On Aaron Rodgers' suspension. He's, uh, not a suspe- he's not suspended. No, no, he's just in COVID protocol. No, if protocol. they were going to suspend him or not. No, no, no. no. no, no, no. It's just suspended. he's in COVID 10-day protocol. And, uh, yeah, that's actually something that came up Friday that I thought was hilarious was the headline, like, uh, <laughs> fucking Aaron Rodgers goes on Pat McAfee's show and talks about how he's now, his now good friend, Joe Rogan, <sighs> gave him advice on how to deal with COVID. And it's just, like, the most, like, you could not have, there could not have. It just seemed like a headline that a bot would have created in 2021. Yeah, it's fantastic for Twitter to react to. Yes, it's look, man. I'm not. Gonna, uh, all I'm going to say is, I like Joe Rogan and I like his show. Don't go to him for medical advice, or at least don't brag about it on another large show. Well, getting back to what I was saying, if they were going to suspend him, I think you'd wake up a sleeping giant. And like last year, with no football knowledge whatsoever at this point in time, I picked. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm go ahead and picking the Green Bay Packers to win the Super Bowl this year because I think an angry, hungry Aaron Rodgers wants just to wants tell to tell the world to go fuck itself. Yes. Well, he's been in fuck it mode all year because he hates the organization he plays for, he but he still. He hates I think everyone. he. I think he's going to say he like, hates everyone. Yeah. I am the NFL. Put the crystal in my butt and watch me, Superman. But yeah. the best part about that is my now good friend Joe Rogan. Like they, this is a recent bromance. Bananas. Which is hilarious. I mean, like you, you know Joe Rogan has no idea that he plays football, right? Because he doesn't follow other sports. He's like, oh, it's yeah, just, that, MMA, just yeah. that weird, long-haired, you know, Yeah, this, hi- this hippie showed up yeah. to my house. Drinking avocado like smoothies yeah, from Tom Brady. He's, he insulted me <laughs> twice before we even really got into the conversation. I feel like Aaron Rodgers, he just looks like he'd be mean to children. You think so? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if they, he'd like, accidentally kick them, but not because he like he didn't see them, but because he doesn't look down. Yeah. Yeah. It's like ah, no, beneath me. Yes, literally. Like he, his lights are off on Halloween, right? Like he's not handing out even weird hippie candy to trick or treaters. It's pamphlets. <laughs> if anything, yeah. to sign up for his football camp. God, it's just I don't know. He would never have his own football. No, camp. no, he doesn't show up to it. His name's just on it for the brand. Yeah. Fucking yeah, that you're right though. That really was like a bot written fucking headline. Headline, yeah. For, uh, it's just funny too because like Aaron, Ro- I I don't I don't know that I people talk shit on Joe Rogan for being like 
like giving all this advice and like talking from the mountain type, but that's not real mountaintop, but that's not really what Rogan does. Rogan just shoots the shitty show, whatever. Right. I actually like Aaron Rodgers really was kind of like talking from the mountaintop. Like Aaron Rodgers deeply believes that he is always right. Yeah. As yeah. a white man. Yeah. <laughs> like he just is. Can you really blame him? It's Listen. like, it's like getting mad at a puppy for peeing on the rug. Yeah. He went to Berkeley. He's been surrounded by all these idiots in Wisconsin. Like, yeah, yeah. He thinks he's so much smarter than everybody else. Ever, he thinks he is the smartest man in every room he has ever walked into. Yes, one million percent. And he's athletic. Yeah, well, yeah, and he's I and mean, he's one of the best quarterbacks ever played game. So, he's got so the, like, I don't blame him. Do you think he wears a right. cage? No, I don't. I, you have to have that. Does he wear a what cage? Wear a cage? What do you, I don't know what that means. Despite all of his rage, and then around his penis, oh. still just a rat in the cage. God, fucking Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, he's he's exactly the opposite of Tom Brady, in my opinion, because, like, Tom Brady kind of leans into it, mm-hmm. and he's, like, at least self-aware. Tom Brady has a sense of humor about Yeah, he, ha- he has a huge sense of humor. So, yeah. like, we don't give Tom Brady enough shit for all his weird antics and, like, all the yeah. I not mean, eating tomatoes bullshit. A and- lot of people, look, French, Tom Brady Frenching his kid was on the internet for months. Yeah, but then he won a Super Bowl and no one cares. Yeah, because winning heals everything. Yes. Yeah. So that's all Rodgers, all he has to do this year, like you said, just win a Super Bowl. I think Tom Brady keeps cloning himself, and each one's like a little fucked up, like 1% fucked up, so it just does weird things. The 1% degradation. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, it doesn't know not to French kiss his kid. But everyone's just like, shh, we need to keep winning. Yeah. And then like five more years, he's going to be like, he's doing really weird things. Like He's not stopping at stoplights anymore. Yeah. Craigers in the chat right now. uh, We got some questions uh, saying, is Caleb Williams still a good bet for the Heisman? Actually, I think so. Just because you got to think Kenneth Walker takes the L this weekend. So, but what were his stats? It's, it's way less on a running back. Losses are. Yeah. Like in voters' minds, even though. Um, I guess Bryce Young is still kind of the favorite at Bama, but they could stumble easily. They're not fucking invincible like they have been. Okay, but here's the thing. Caleb Williams runs the table. I think there's a good shot he wins the Heisman. How many just Big Ten country voters are going to be, are just going to want to vote for the Big Ten guy? So, CJ Stroud. Oh, that's you might split some votes. <laughs> Ross is going to come back. The Braves are going to win the fucking World Series. Uh, fucking C.J. Stroud, who, who whose name he besmirched, like up and down the fucking mount, like all, all throughout the streets. He just dragged him through the mud, and then C.J. Stroud's going to come back, win the fucking Heisman, and Ohio State will win like the Natty or something. It'll be fun. It'll be I fun. always believed in him. I knew he just had to get. He's a different quarterback now. Yeah. It's like, because I was so hard on C.J. Stroud, it <laughs> he, made he, the man He's a listener, down. obviously. Yes. Dude, I actually, I don't know how Kenneth Walker doesn't win, man. Oh, he's great. 1,300 fucking rushing Michigan yards. State's going to lose a few more games. But it's, that's not, they don't put that on the running back the same way they put that on a quarterback. Right. They don't. 1,300 rushing yards. He's got a, I mean. For sure, but if, he get, if Caleb Williams runs the table and keeps padding stats, I think there's a really good shot. And they make the playoffs. They're like a top three or four team in the country. I think there is a very good. I think who's the, the last running back to win the Heisman? odds I got thirty to one. I think are still worth. No, oh, yeah. When I got it, so um, last running back was it Derrick Henry? Uh, let's see. I think Derrick Henry is the last running back to win it. Let's look at Derrick Henry's stats the year he won the Heisman. Yeah, because that's that's gonna be telling. Because his fucking uh, Walker stats are insane. So which year do you win the Heisman? Probably his last year, right? Yeah, twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Henry, good lord! Henry had uh, twenty two hundred rushing yards, so Walker's not going to touch that. No. Um, 
28 and 28 touchdowns. So Walker, probably not going to touch you. Those goddamn no. Derrick Henry's a fucking animal. Yeah. I mean, if you crack 2,000 yards rushing, like, your name's got to be in the conversation, right? Yeah, in college especially, where there's fewer games. Right. Um, yeah, man, goddamn. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Caleb Williams is a good bet. I'm not, I'm not arguing against the value of the bet. I just think, I think Kenneth Walker is probably the favorite. I would say Bryce Young still. Okay. Just because Bama's too. Bama, Bama. And, yeah. yeah. Why not? Whatever. It's, um, it's certainly an easy vote. How... And Bama should have lost fucking LSU. I, LSU got the ball like five times in the last seven oh, minutes. Oh, we were screaming about this off air. You're, people are going for it on fourth down way too like much. Like fourth and long. Like, I understand if it's like fourth and one, fourth and two. Yeah. But like, dude, when it's fourth and seven, take the You're points. You're inside the 20? Take the fucking they got, points. Yeah. T- take the three points. You got the ball back two more times after that. And then all you needed was another three to send the game to overtime. Or, or I don't... or. Kick two more field goals and win. You're not leaving yourself in the game. Yeah. You're shooting yourself in the foot. And yes, statistically, whatever, in the aggregate, but that's not in the moment of the game. Like, you're not understanding the positions that you're in. Yeah. Like, being down six points, being down eight points, it's just, it's... Yeah. Drove, yeah. Drives me fucking nuts. It's almost as bad as when, like, it's fourth and goal and somebody throws a fade. Oh, yeah. That's, I think that's one on my list. If you of throw the irri- ball, it needs irritable. to be in the end zone. Yeah, like most irritating college football move you could pull. Fade on fourth down. With dudes who, with like, the, like a college quarterback. Like yeah. Even a great college. Like NFL quarterbacks don't throw that that well. Yeah. yeah, and, sh- and yeah. then not taking points when you should. Yeah. You got to I mean, look, there's, t- yeah, like, like Georgia said, there's context to it all. But like in that situation, just take the fucking point. Mm-hmm. Keep yourself in the game. Well, and, yeah, god damn. So annoying. Yeah, they should have won that game. And taking points would have helped them win that fucking game. Mm-hmm. Well, that's but, all I, yeah, that's all I got for this weekend. Well, I got it's one pretty, more thing to plug for bad. you guys. You think Saban paid him off to let him win? No. Nah, no. Saban doesn't need to do that. If anything, Saban never pays off anyone. That's right, clear. All right, guys, I'm going to need your help. Um, I was on my friend Brittany Ledesma's Just OK podcast, and the guest before me was Hans Kim. I don't know if you know who that is. No uh, idea. He's a regular on Kill Tony, and he got a bunch of view counts. And I am better than him, and I need all of you to do me a favor and go watch my podcast with her, or just click on it so the views go up. That way, I can feel special. Yeah, let, um, the, let the dog listen to it. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go ahead and put the link in the chat right now. Uh, I love you all, and thank you for making me yep. feel special. And then uh, me and Rob, we obviously got our Outside the Top 25 football show uh we'll probably be doing the lines with uh dan again this week for the regular inside the top 25 and then i believe this week we start our college basketball show i think tomorrow is our college basketball preview show i'm okay. so happy i know nothing about basketball so <laughs> I, I get out of work at this company on. yeah i should probably get on uh you know doing a little research for that gotta renew my ken palm subscription yep so you know nice little altcoin run right now too so you know everyone's and happy we're talking about this off air um the older we get, man, the harder it is to just keep up with everything. Like, I was just, in my 20s, I was so plugged into every fucking sport. Yeah. And now, it's just like, mm-hmm. it's there's, hard. There's only four that I really even remotely, three that I even remotely, like, care about, and that's just baseball and the college, two college sports. And I want to do everything just, like, every, every show we do, I want to do justice, I want right. to at least appear to know what I talk about. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, no, we'll see. College basketball, I'm a little bit behind, so I need to catch up, do a little research tonight, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll come out with some good picks for college basketball. Well, you're the highest level basketball player in the office. That's fair. That's true. That's true. Um, Are we thinking, I mean, obviously you got the Coach K uh, (laughs) kind of uh, last year, his little tour. Yeah, the farewell tour. The farewell tour. Him and uh, you got Bayheim. 
just behind the scenes, mm-hmm. being like, oh, I can catch, I can catch Coach K. Yeah, Beheim's not going anywhere. No, he's going to be around for a bit. He's like, I'm going to stay in. He can pass Coach K. It's within his, like his. Uh, yeah, and he'll do it. He'll he do will. it out of spite. He will. Yeah. Because they are friends, but they also, I feel like they don't like each other. Uh, Beheim was an assistant on those Olympic teams, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. 96, like, I think. No, no, no. Um, Even the one more that Coach recently, K yeah. coached, okay. like was the head coach of. Yeah, yeah. You got Buddy Beheim in the mix. Maybe ACC Player of the Year. Syracuse might, you know. Actually, because the ACC is wide open, I know that. I, what I can guarantee you is that Syracuse will win a game in the tournament. For sure. Like, they'll get in, um, probably on the bubble. Yeah. Syracuse will for sure be on the bubble, get in, and win, like, three games. Yeah, I mean, they're always they good always for do. one. Always so. good for one win. All right. So we'll be back with, uh, yeah, College Basketball Show tomorrow. Got Drinking Bros today at 2. I believe Sean Matson's on the pod. So the right. former Navy SEAL owner of Cardo Max, Sean Matson. So we'll ask, be, get your questions ready. Ask him what the best combinations of Cardamax are, how you like to take it, what's next for the company. I uh, freeze it, crunch it up, uh-huh. snort it. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that. So we'll be on the main channel at two with Madsen. Uh, obviously, uh, Softcore History. We're going to have another episode tonight. Audio drops tonight. Video will be out tomorrow. And yeah, go ahead, rate, subscribe on this channel, Softcore History. Go check out Giorgio's podcast. Yeah. Do all uh, the things. Only for fans us. and friendship on the Just Okay podcast with Brittany Ledesma. I'll post the link again. But uh, until next week, we'll, uh, we'll see you. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>